0: Welcome to the Sounder Podcast brought to you by True Ballistics. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner, and I'm coming at you live from Lookout Studios to keep you informed and up-to-date on the Hog Hunt Tournament Trail, where hunters from across the country can compete to win prizes each month just for going out and doing what they already love to do. If you are a hog hunter interested in joining a tournament or would like to sign up to help support our cause, you can do so at www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. Prizes will be given out to our winners at the end of every month for most hogs eradicated and submitted, as well as a chance to win sweepstakes prizes for all contestants signed up. Join me as we dive deep into the controversial issues surrounding wild hogs and the first hand hunting experiences from contestants. If you have any questions about the tournament and its rules, or would like to share any hog hunting related stories, feel free to email me at charlie at the Thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show all right guys welcome back i'm sitting in the studio today with travis from brush country boar hunters it's bcbh on the leaderboard if you've been following the tournament uh bcbh is currently in third place with now a total of two hogs for the month um we have our second place sitting with four total for the month that's squeal team six and then Trisica is sitting in first place with a total of five. So we uh, are we're back to the old rivalry of BCBH and Trisica, and I'm loving it because these guys are going head to head all pretty much last year, and now they're back at uh, BCBH has been in it, uh, you know, pretty much throughout the year competing, winning. Um, every month and Trisica took a few months off, but now he's looking to be right back at it. It has been a wet month here for July, especially here in South Texas, where you used to go into uh, the dry stage of summer and the very hot stage. And it's been unusually wet, unusually cool. And it's throwing a a kink in, in the way we hunt hogs down here, because usually this time of year, you're chasing a lot of the watering holes because that's where they're hanging out. Well, now there's water literally everywhere. So we're having to get creative. And on top of that, you have, you know, everything is green. Everything is growing. And there's a lot of places for them to hide, a lot of cover for them to, to blend in with. So they got food everywhere. They got cover everywhere. and They got all the water they can possibly stand. So um, unless you're hunting them out of a boat, there's not a whole lot of places you can go and, and find them right now. Uh, Travis... Actually was showing me a picture of a friend that sunk a Polaris the other day in a Milo field and the picture of it looked like he was driving through a lake yeah it was crazy I mean you couldn't even see the head of Milo so that's that's what we're dealing with down here and uh, I guarantee it there's a lot of happy hogs down here and throughout South Texas they got everything they could possibly want but Travis you you know you came in it you killed a, a sow a few days ago. Uh, what, two days ago. Yeah, two days. Killed huh? a nice sow two days ago, um, but this pig that you got last night is what I want to focus on. Um, heck of a story, man. Heck of a boar too. About what, one sixty?
1: Yeah, I say one sixty. I don't think he was. I yeah. mean, he wasn't anything really. I as, mean, far, as far hog, as yeah, as far as
0: the scale goes, he yeah. wasn't a trophy. But other than that, he good looking pig. Yeah, he um, was solid. But uh, tell me a little bit about the hunt last night, man
1: it was real wet man uh came back just absolutely soaked but we got to uh it, it's actually uh it was off the same place that we killed that sow uh, two days ago and my buddy called me and he was like hey man you want to try again and I was like well if we struck them that quick then I don't think we ran them off just like that especially because we uh didn't keep trying really that hard pressuring them but yeah we got there and uh dropped and it only took about uh 15 20 minutes we were walking down this uh high line we didn't take no buggies or anything like that because how wet it was we didn't want to leave any uh bad ruts in that guy's place and uh get an earful full of uh airful for, oh, yeah, it yeah, for sure got, got to keep
0: the land owner happy yeah, most or, definitely. or you'll definitely lose a place yeah exactly um what time did y'all hit hit the ground
1: it was about we dropped about six uh six forty 7 so you you could still see you know it was okay. uh some good daylight left. It was still pretty cool, but anyway, we were walking down this highline wire and my buddy's like, man, it sure looked like something just crossed up there. And uh, we were like, well, let's just keep moving forward. The dogs will work it if something, if something crossed, then they'll pick it up. Especially if, uh, even with all the water, something that fresh, them dogs should pick it up for sure. Well, we get about uh, to where he thought he saw it and sure enough, the dogs opened up uh, to the left of us off in the brush in this creek that uh that was that was off in the brush right there about 150 200 yards away from us and they opened up and man they had that uh, thing bayed for a couple seconds probably about 10-15 seconds and we didn't get there fast enough but they tried to catch them and they went to yelping and fighting them and you could hear it and right after uh right after they tried the first time it was a it was a race after that for sure.
0: So when y'all are out there in the woods and run run these fields, um, I'm assuming y'all are running tracking collars.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got a handheld and uh, I've got I've got one one personally, and my buddy's got two of them, and uh, we only really put them on the dogs that that we know are just going to keep on that hog. The catch dogs we don't really worry about too much, uh, just because we're easily leading them in on the lead and only really drop them about. Uh, just depending which catch dog it is, furthest, maybe 200 yards or so. But, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. the catch dog. So you got, like, two different sets of dogs. you got your bay dogs that are actually, like, finding the scent and looking for the hog, and then when they find the hog, they're the ones that usually surround it, do the barking. Yeah, yeah. And then that alerts you. You check your, your – I'm assuming you're running a Garmin. Yeah, I'm running a Garmin. You're, you check your Garmin, your GPS tracker, and then, you know, from there um, – y'all make y'all's way towards them if you can't hear, if they're too far and you can't hear them or, you know, you, you basically you run towards that, that bay and then once y'all get close enough to where you feel it's time, you let the the catch dogs go and then the catch dogs go and they actually grab the hog.
1: Yeah, if, I mean, my my bay dogs know their limits, that's for sure. Like, if it's if it's something small or think, they think they can handle it, but sometimes they'll catch it out and they'll beat the catch dogs, you know, but – they definitely know their limits. Like even my old yellow dog, he ain't. He knows what he can handle and what he can't handle. He yeah. might try sometimes, but if he gets popped a couple times, or realize that that hog is gonna put up a fight, he'll he'll sit back and bay.
0: Yeah, you seen? Uh, I, you know, it doesn't take too many times for a, a pig to lash out a dog for that dog to kind of learn. Oh, yeah, you know. that's not my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll leave this one up to that that big pit bull yeah. on the chain back yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. But it, you know, that being said. I've seen the reaction in some of these catch dogs. When, oh, they, when they hear that bay, I mean, they're standing on their hind legs. Yeah, and they,
1: they, they want it so yeah. bad because they know what's going yeah. on, and they want a piece of it. They want to do their job for sure.
0: It, it's exciting. but uh, So, now, the honk has broke bay. Um, he was about 150, 200 yards, I'll say, when, when he first got caught from y'all. Yeah. Uh, he's down in a creek. He broke bay. Continue.
1: Okay, yeah, so he he ended up breaking and uh going up the side of the bank across the creek, so we got about to where he was at or where we assumed they had him bait up right there in the creek, and he was on the other side, and you can just hear him the dogs were right on his tail uh, a lot of the time, and you can just hear him getting further and further and further away, you know, and uh
0: at, at any point does it sound like you know like they're they're right up on him, maybe he turns around and fights him again and then breaks bait yeah, again? yeah yeah,
1: that was that was a couple times like uh like i guess somebody nipped his hind end or something and he turned and he didn't like that too much so they and you can kind of tell because if it's a, if they're running them you know they're steady getting further and it's getting quieter and quieter and uh if they stop them it's usually uh usually more than more than one bark or something depending how many dogs you're running on the ground really
0: and you also know he's stopping because you check on the gps yeah
1: yeah it it'll, it'll show them uh stop and make a couple circles or not moving as fast or something like mm. that for sure but, yeah, he, he ended up uh, he ended up going about a mile and a half, man, before uh, they actually stopped him in, in the middle of that creek in about knee-deep water. And me and my buddy finally got there, and uh, I was like, well, they're either caught out or they, uh, well, they either got them bait up or they're caught out, which I didn't really think they'd be caught out just because, I mean, those dogs that we had on the ground were fairly loose. They're not really that greedy of dogs. And, uh, I knew it was a, a decent hog because if, if they'd, uh. Yeah. Any, if,
0: anything more manageable, they, they would probably get yeah, yeah. bait up from the get go. So yeah, most definitely. Usually when they break bay like that, you're dealing with a, a more mature, stronger, faster pig. Yeah. Um, and also most likely one that's a little bit more gritty. Like you said, the, yeah. the pig's a little bit more aggressive. He's, you know, a, a, a pig too aggressive will stay in and fight and, and make for an easier bay, but uh usually like these these 160 you know that 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 weight class they tend to still have a lot enough uh juice in, in them to, yeah. to get up and run
1: and he was really uh he was a real healthy hog man you know whenever we uh finally got to him they had him bait up there in the creek and uh cut the catch dogs from about 50 yards and sent him uh sent him in there and man it sure uh Sure, sounded like uh, he was a lot bigger than he than he was. He went to grunting and fighting. We were like, "Oh yeah, it's on!" You know, it's always uh, it's always nice to hear him like get after it before you can see him. But
0: in your mind, in all this commotion, what what size of pig are you thinking you got?
1: Uh, I was I was thinking an easy two fifty plus man, just because how deep his grunt was. Couldn't really smell him because the water throwed off a lot of the Mm scent. There was so much water everywhere.
0: I've had so much rain, every pig in South Texas got a bath for a change.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man, for sure. So he wasn't real muskier, nothing like that, but ended up uh, getting down in the creek in about uh, knee-high water, and he couldn't fight to his full ability because he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't that tall. I had a couple dogs that were actually taller than than him, so they put the brakes on him, and we ended up uh, ended him, and... Ending him and set him up and whatnot, and took some pictures but it was uh it was kind of it was kind of crazy uh on one of his front legs like at at the joint of it um it looked like he had an old uh i don't know a shot wound i guess that's that's
0: what I'm just assuming that, it looked like somebody shot him before maybe yeah. you know maybe even as far back as a few months ago yeah maybe, maybe a couple months back because he had quite a whole it, yeah, like, you know, he
1: could see his bone, and there was, like, almost no meat around him. Yeah, you know? it,
0: it was in the process of healing, um, but it was still infected, and he was forever going to be crippled.
1: Yeah, he was, he was going to be messed up for sure, I, and I really believe, like, the skin would have grown back because it kind of was, even though, like, it was... It's kind of nasty, but it was, like, rotten inside. You oh, know? yeah, his yeah, bone there was, was there
0: a, a definite infection. Yeah,
1: for sure. But his skin was – it was almost healing back over. Granted, he still had a good ways to go, but I believe that that would not have killed that hog.
0: Oh, no. Uh, had he been drawn out, had he been – you know, he looked sick, um, maybe, you know, you can kind of count that it was going to take his life. But – the dang Hong ran for a mile and a half.
1: Yeah, this pig was not poor by any yeah, means. Yeah,
0: Basically on three legs, he ran a mile and a half with an infected leg that was in the process of healing. Um and then on top of that, was able to fight once he once he finally did get cornered. He yeah. still fought. It was and in fact, uh like you said, the thing that helped y'all was y'all were in deep deeper water. Yeah. Um had this pig been maybe another hundred pounds uh that would have been some it it would have been the fight would have been on yeah most um, definitely he would have been taller Uh, there was a part in the video uh you can check the videos out on our facebook page at true hog hunters uh travis went ahead and posted the the, the video of the, the the catch and then also the pictures uh and the video of the uh the wounded leg as well but it's very interesting to see you know this pig at one point he was getting tired and it looked like he kind of sat down in the water a bit more but i've seen bigger pigs in the river in deeper water where they can't stand and they're swimming yep. carrying hogs so yep. um of course we didn't chase him a mile and a half <laughs> but so I, I think fatigue was getting him and, yeah. and the and the water was helping out a lot but it shows just how tough and how resilient these animals are that they can just about get their leg blown off get infected and still survive, and not only survive but thrive,
1: yeah, I really don't know how like great he was using that leg. I'm not saying I have the best dogs or whatnot, but we did have some younger younger dogs on the ground that got some legs on them, you know, mm. like and his bone was just like it's it's almost like it wasn't even attached, just holding on by muscle and skin, you know like i don't I really don't know how great he was using that front leg
0: I don't think he was using it at all it's i mean i I, I don't think he was putting any weight on it. I wasn't there to see it, but by the, by the look of that wound, by, you know, I'm no doctor or vet, but, uh, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, pretty rough, man. For um, sure. if you were to harvest this animal, like you wanted to clean it, you're pretty much going to chunk the first half of the animal away. Yeah. Uh,
1: because I imagine it done done gone like up into his shoulder. Yeah. His, his bottom half was toast. You in, know? In, fact,
0: like it, in fact, I probably wouldn't have, you know, if we, this was dead in winter, and it was cold, and I had all day to, to clean a pig. I probably still wouldn't clean him, just yeah, because I wouldn't have. Um, you don't know exactly how far that infection's gone. If yeah. it's in the bloodstream, um, it's just not really worth taking a, a risk at that point. Um, I've cut infection like places off of, off of deer that I've killed, um, just because I'm I'm limited on tags on deer, and I want to get as much meat on them as possible. Um, I've killed deer that look like they've been fighting and had like cuts in their shoulder. Yeah. And I, I've cut pieces of, of meat out of their shoulder. I've had to chunk a, a, a whole, you know, front shoulder away before, but um, a pig like that with, with as many as we have down here, it's almost best to just go ahead and, and feed to the buzzards and the coyotes and, yeah. and move on your way. But it, it was a pretty significant wound that that pig had suffered and for them to be able to heal and continue to live and thrive and who knows i mean that pig could have you know went another five years had had no one else hunted him
1: oh i i very well believe he would have thrived and got even bigger maybe he would have been a little crippled on his front end out of that leg but there's no i i have no doubt that he would have got even bigger
0: yeah oh yeah he he looked to have the the genes to be yeah a a dominant boar. um you give him the right diet and he heals up there's a good chance that he gets his own territory, finds his own sounder to hang around, and and breeds a lot of a lot of a lot of sows. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, a pig like that, being as as strong as he is, and that, that's not the kind of hogs you want running around. No. So. Heck of a pig, man! Congratulations, you are you're on the board with two. Appreciate it. Uh, we still got half the month to go, so. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna try to make a little comeback this month, man. I'm gonna move my traps around some more. They ain't really been producing where they're at, but.
0: Too much rain.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, that's uh, that's what I'm believing.
0: Rain's in. playing a big part in what we're seeing. This is our slowest month so far in producing hogs in the tournament, and a lot of it is is due to the rain. I think a lot of hunters, myself included, I, I don't want to deal with all the mud. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard to go out, you know, cause you're going to rut up the place no matter what you do. So a yeah. lot of your hunts are going to be done by foot, especially if in you alls situation where you're hunting somebody else's property. I don't like rutting up my own property, much less somebody, yeah, somebody else's, sure. you know, um, it's a good way to get yourself run off a piece of land. By going out and tearing up somebody's property, it's a good way to make a bad name for yourself. Yeah, oh yeah, and 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 these farmers, you know, they all get together. These farmers and ranchers, they all get together at the same restaurants and have breakfast, and they all talk amongst each other. So, you get in good with them. You know, you can you could easily see your hunting, uh, the availability of hunting land double, sometimes triple, really quick, just because these guys all talk.
1: Just because you're doing good for one, you you
0: go out there and make a bad name for yourself. And you're going to spoil any chance, at least with his friends, for a long yeah. time. You know, um, as the saying goes, it, it's uh, it takes twice as long or ten times as long to uh, fix a bridge you burned than than starting one from the get go. Oh, yeah, however you say that phrase. Uh, but no, it, it's been very wet. They the pigs got a lot of food to eat and. Like, like we said, we talked about, it's much easier to hunt them in the summertime when when you can go out and just pinpoint, okay, there's a watering hole here and the rest of the surrounding area is dry. You could pretty much count on that watering hole producing pigs over yeah. and over and over again. You know, it doesn't matter really how much you pressure that that spot, they're going to have to drink somewhere. Um, so right now with water being absolutely everywhere, we are at a disadvantage in the summertime and they have more places to get cover you know even the guys hunting thermals and night visions are having a hard time out there um so that's why our numbers are so low Uh, in my opinion i you know there's a lot of different things going on there's still guys going out there and and producing pigs you know um i see it on facebook every day people going out and killing you know four or five in a night it's just uh this time of year you're really having to work for it
1: yeah we really had to we really had to work for that one last night, man he he made us work, that's for sure, and it's always uh it's like I said uh the other day it's a little more rewarding, you know whenever they actually put the brakes on him and like I said, I mean he wasn't no trophy hog, but man he had i mean he had some good shanks, and he put up a fight, and that's always that always makes it worth it
0: well, I know how much you like to hunt with the dogs and and when you have a successful hunt, you know you've been on a little bit of a dry spell with the dogs here for a while, so for y'all to go out this week and get two. You know, just about back to back. You know, that's uh that's got to be a good feeling for you.
1: Yeah, it is for sure. It's always nice to see them dogs work good together and whatnot, and uh, it's always nice on the Garmin seeing them like stay right side by side. Mm-hmm. You know, and working together. Yeah, as a team. exactly, exactly.
0: And, and y'all y'all were running um, some of your dogs and some of his dogs in a mixed group.
1: Right? Yeah, that's uh <laughs> the guy I hunt with uh, quite a bit. Um, we've uh, we've been hunting together for I don't know. Year and a half, two years, something like that. Now, so our dogs are pretty used to each other. Uh, but a lot of times, when we end up getting a new one or something, you got to kind of slowly work them in, or take just his pack, or just take my pack, and bring that new dog. You know, get, yeah. you you got to mix and match them and find who works good together.
0: Any dog uh, stand out last night as far as their performance?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, Robert's dog, man, for sure. Um, he that old. Catahoula plot hound that he's got and uh he was he was on it last night man he struck that hog and he opened up in that creek and that is uh he's got a hound bark so it just echoed and echoed and I was like oh it's on now it's on and uh he he was he was out ahead of really everybody I mean not straight burning everybody but he He was was he was the lead dog last night. yeah most definitely he shined last night
0: that's good man how old is he
1: uh, he's probably about six or seven years old. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's, he's experienced. Yeah, he he knows what's going on, and he don't uh, he don't give him up too easily, especially if it's a good one like mm-hmm.
0: that. What's uh what was the youngest dog y'all had out last night?
1: Um, I think my buddy's puppy. I think he's only like eight months old or something like okay. that. He ain't nothing finished or anything, but he's been uh, he's been bringing him along just to kind of get to, the feel for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, he actually. Whenever we started that uh whenever we caught that sow, he took that track, you know, so in our in our term we'd say he started that hog mm-hmm. like he didn't he didn't he didn't find it or uh bay it up first, but he took that track, so he knew there was something in that area and yeah, that's always he, he cool called a scent yeah so. exactly that's always nice to see when one bails off real hard and everything else just follows it you know you're like, oh yeah, something's about to happen right here,
0: so me and you were talking um previously about that sow that y'all killed first. Uh, and what was unique about that story is you were telling me, as y'all were baited up, there was a, a, a pretty good-sized boar that y'all saw that um, just throughout the commotion, you just happened to look, and he was standing there kind of watching what was going on.
1: Yeah, he was just standing there watching the show, man.
0: Um, And then before y'all could even, like, really turn a dog loose on him, he kind of feared that's when, I guess, the light bulb went off and he took off. Yeah. But, um. What are the chances you thinking that that might have been the same pig?
1: Uh, that wasn't the same pig, man. That uh, that other one was definitely bigger for sure, and you could uh, he definitely had bigger teeth. His his jaw was closed, and you could see his teeth with his jaw closed. Ooh. You know, yeah, he was, he was a hoss, man, for sure. And I was a part of me was hoping, man, this this very well could be that pig, but we got to him and we're like, no, nah, that's a different pig. But, okay,
0: yeah, so that's what got the blood flowing. Yeah, you, you it, were already yeah. thinking that he's. You know, I was
1: like, oh, he done slipped up, man. He came back another day, and we, we got him. But
0: You know, it's weird. You, you see sometimes where you'll go into a piece of property and you'll hunt pigs, and it's like you do that one hunt, you kill a pig, and it's all of a sudden they just scatter, and you don't see them for you know sometimes months at a time back on that property, which is exactly what you want, yeah. theoretically. You want to you run those pigs out. You want to get them off that property. Um, it makes you as a hunter look really good by going out there and showing the landowner that, you know, what you're doing is, is successful and is working. Um, but at the same time, you also have this, these instances like you just had where you can go out multiple times in the week and just one after the other yep. just, you know, it's like a money spot for sometimes months at a time. Um, and that sometimes has to do with, the you know, the obviously the size of the property and what that property has to offer. You know, if, if it's um, the only place within, you know, a large amount of land that has water and food and shelter. Obviously, you're going to be able to hit that spot over and over and over again. But if there's, you know, just as much opportunity on the neighboring places, you know, it's very. You're more likely to run the pigs off. They're going to go find another place to stay, and you're not going to see them for a while. Um, but it's it just neat to just, you know, see y'all go out. You know, twice this week, maybe even a third time.
1: Yeah, I'm probably. I'm going to probably try.
0: I mean, we don't look like we're going to get all that much rain until maybe next week again so maybe things dry out enough to where you know you might be more successful running the buggy yeah you know you can get a buggy out there or at least your truck you know um you can cover a lot more ground a lot faster you know when you're at when you're able to hear that bay and if it's a a pretty good distance and you can just jump in the buggy and you know speed over there real quick there's a good chance that you can get there with the catch dog before that hog breaks oh yeah you know, so you're not having to run a mile and a half yep. in in the mud. On top of that, yeah, it was I, tough. I'd have been burned out. <laughs> My know. legs are definitely burning, man. Uh, that's for sure. It, it's tough enough to run a mile and a half. Do that with mud mud caked on your boots, and yeah. you know, and it adds about you know five to ten pounds of mud per per leg, uh, and then your jeans get wet, and that oh, makes everything man. heavier. Yeah. What was the temperature last night? You think?
1: Uh, it wasn't. I don't know, to be honest. Maybe. It wasn't that hot. No, it really wasn't. It was still, but it wasn't hot. Yeah, it was. It was definitely still, and uh, under that, uh, under all that brush, there was some big trees where we were hunting at. So we had a little canopy over us, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing like crazy hot or human, You know, mm. I've definitely been in worse. I won't lie. That water felt kind of nice whenever we had to get off into it and cooled us down a little bit to kill that pig. But it wasn't nothing outrageous or nothing we hadn't
0: been in before yeah we we've hunted sometimes in the summer and you know you're still looking at like low low 90s it's in temperature brutal, man, and then 100 percent humidity yeah. and there's no breeze and you're just sucking wind yeah. and, and you're soaked in sweat <laughs> yeah. and you know on top of that you're getting eaten a lot by mosquitoes that's usually oh, how word, yeah. that's usually how yeah. hunts go for me and y'all be y'all watch out because with all this rain you, you can bet them. Last night I was getting ate by mosquitoes. They're going to be really yeah, bad here in another bad.
1: week. I mean, luckily we were moving at a steady pace. You know, we didn't ever really have to stay in one spot for a while. Yeah. But yeah, on the way back, whenever we got back to the trucks and we're just kind of talking and whatnot, we were like, Yeah, we need to get <laughs> we yeah. need to get in and get out of yeah, here. I
0: got I got into chiggers like you wouldn't believe it. and of all places they got me on my stomach. And, oh, and I am man I am miserable right now. So I've been, been doing that's from just mowing the yard and uh, shredding the property. So but that's we're gonna we're getting low on time, we're gonna get out of here. But um, just back to the leaderboard, you know, we got our first place sitting at five, second place at four, third place at two. So, you can jump in. We got a couple more weeks left in the tournament for this month. You can jump in right now, go out, hunt, be successful, and you can win your prize this month. We're giving out prizes every month. Um, I'm Charlie with the Sounder Podcast. This is Travis with Brush Country Boar Hunters joining me, good friend of mine. And uh, we're going to get out of here. Best of luck hunting this month. If you want to sign up, go to www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. Get signed up. You could choose either Army Hog, Army Hog Hunters, uh, True Hog Hunters. You could do both. Uh, we're both giving away prizes, and we give them out at the end of every month for uh, most hogs killed. So if you have a hog problem or you just like to hunt them, this is something to be a part of. Uh, we're just trying to incentivize conservation through eradication. That's the only way we're gonna, you know, win this war on pigs because we are looking at possible over six million hogs in the United States and that population is growing daily so best of luck to all our hunters out there looking forward to hearing from y'all um we are out of here thanks for tuning in guys y'all have a good one